Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you back in. It's our final hour of Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. And do we have some good finishes in store for you leading into Sunday Night Football? Still to come between the Green Bay Packers and Philadelphia Eagles. I'm looking all over the place because we have all four games on right now at the Circus Sportsbook Studio. So, uh, we have Jeff Parles over at our South Point Studios, Danny Burke in Chicago. So you'll forgive us if we're not looking into the cameras at all times, uh, gentlemen, because there's a lot happening. Let's start. We're at the two-minute warning, game that is closest to finishing. Uh, we'll just run through all the updates right now. Cardinals 24, Chargers 17. Chargers do get a stop and force a punt on Arizona, getting the ball back. It is Chargers, I'm seeing, plus 360 on the live line. Cardinals minus 650 right now. Then in Seattle, Raiders just picked up a first down. On the move after an incredible Devontae Adams one-handed catch. 3.30 to go there. Seahawks 34, Raiders 27. Seahawks minus 240 live, but the Raiders do have a first and goal with 3.20 to go. Chiefs settle for three after a Bryce Perkins interception. Had first and goal at the seven, could not score into the end zone. And a field goal gives the Chiefs a 23-10 lead with 6.36 to go. Of course, the Chiefs were the largest favorite on the board today, laying 15 and a half at close, not covering that number right now. And the Saints, after fumbling at the one-yard line, do force a three and out, have the ball back down 13-0 against the 49ers. Nine and a half to go. Have good field position at the 49er 40 right now. So we'll start in what has really turned out to be, Jeff, the game of the day in Seattle where we've gone back and forth. Uh, that catch by Devontae Adams was incredible. One-handed catch to get the Raiders in business. Uh, now it's a matter of can the Seahawks get a stop, something neither team has uh, been very proficient on throughout the day defensively. And it looks like a second down and goal uh, here after Josh Jacobs almost uh, fumbled. And, ben, I don't know, that ben, ball looked like ben, it was ben, coming out, Jeff. Ben, I would challenge this as if I'm Pete Carroll. I don't think his right yeah, knee challenge because they're saying out. his right knee was down before he laid on was laid on top of a defender. I think that's a Raider fumble. That's really close, but that is 100% worth the challenge if you're Pete at this spot. I don't think his knee was ever down unless if they ruled that his Progress was stopped, which would be ridiculous, but would be classic re- NFL referee. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Brad I, Allen is your referee. Today. Yeah, I, I. Oh, that's really close. Oh, they they said that the progress was stopped. So there you go. Uh, the, the Raiders are gonna get bailed out mm. here because I think that was a fumble. I really do, Ben. Uh, that's just a bad break. By the way, big punt return by the Chargers, and now a big play to Eckler. 
and the Chargers are already in the red zone. By the way, Arizona has gone three and out in their last three drives trying to put this game away. So job well done, Cliff. Against the against the defense that has been bad and with basically everybody important injured. Uh, Danny, Danny, you've been sweating this Charger game for about two and a half hours here with the live play uh, early there on L.A. Big play to Eckler, makes first a man this first and goal to the seven. Okay, a flag oh, is wait, on, 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 I down on the back. play a minute to go, Danny. So, uh, so, Danny, how you feeling right now in Arizona? With uh, and that is a holding call on the Chargers, uh, by the way. So, hold, so take that uh, that play back. But man, Danny, what a sweat this has been for you. Yeah, I've honestly lost concern about that game and still ticked off that we had what eight opportunities for the chiefs to get a touchdown in the red zone. And Jeff and I are both going to get screwed three on points. our best. So I just, any other time, Patrick Mahomes is getting that, but you know, the one time we're actually trying to invest in it, that's just a uh, sports betting there for you folks. But no, look, hey, the Chargers Danny, are Danny. Welcome to my world. All right. Welcome to my world. <laughs> betting the saints who have, who have <laughs> Alvin Kamara has hey, fumbled twice today on the in San Francisco territory. Today. I'm suffering all over the place. And I had yes. Jets last week and <laughs> I had Broncos last week. I think I'm at right. the top of the bad Fair. beats right now today Fair. here, there, Betty boy. Uh, <laughs> Two fumbles by Kamara in San Francisco territory, a missed Will Lutz field goal, uh, an interception that was called back due to a non-existent illegal contact from uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo had thrown. And, uh, and yet the saints are still have a the Saints still have a chance to get inside the number here. I'm on Saints hey, plus nine for three again. to Olave. What could possibly go wrong here? Jeff uh, Saints into the red zone uh, inside the 15 first uh. and 10. Now the chargers did pick up a first down. We go back to Arizona chargers, pick up the first down after the holding penalty. Uh, so for a 16 yard gain from Herbert to Keenan Allen, there's an injury timeout there. And Cliff Kingsbury is uh, massaging his temple as if to say, why am I in this position <laughs> with, uh, with, with the Arizona Cardinals uh, with how every single week, it is just like true misery trying to win these games uh, here, Danny. It's it really is. So, and, and that's the reason why it was so tempting to look at the chargers down 10 when I initially got invested way back when now this will be interesting too, because we talked about Brandon Staley and how aggressive he is from time to time. We, we, we mentioned it with Jacksonville, Doug Peterson. So if the chargers score a touchdown, do you guys think they're going for two in this spot? No, you probably should. No, I don't think so. I don't trust the chargers defense. To stop I, I don't the think he's again. going to, I, it is. I, I think I would go for two. If I'm yeah. the Chargers, you have a top-notch quarterback. You have great weapons. I know uh, Mike Williams isn't in this game, but you at least got Keenan Allen, who looks oh. healthy again. Uh, so, I hope oh, boy. the Rams just turned it over You're again, gonna... Danny. <laughs> the Rams. Is it a pick? Oh, yep, man. we're heading for We are heading for Harrison Butker having to make a kick to cover this number, and you getting totally hosed. On your 26 and a half. <laughs> well, 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 listen, to help salvage it, I did bet Bryce Perkins over one and a half picks at You're like good plus there. 270. <laughs> so, I, I, because I was like, he's going to throw another interception. They're going to tease me by him throwing another one. And at least I'll salvage the uh, over 26 and a half by him doing that. So at least we get a little bit of cash from that. Wow. Please, Mahomes, just get a oh, touchdown. New Orleans. Hey, give me something. All right. What happened, Ben? What oh, happened? we got oh, the we got flag. flag. Oh, bailout so, for New Orleans. We'll, we'll, go back, <laughs> we'll go back there in a second. That, what a comical game that has been in San Francisco. So Chiefs ball at the Ram 27, 5, 10 to go. Now, look, this game is over. But because we're a betting network, we're talking about it because this the spread firmly hangs in the balance right now. 23-10, Chiefs are now in range to kick a field goal. That would cover basically every number that did catch touch as high as 16 in some spots, but most did close at 15 and a half there on the chiefs and Rams uh, first and goal to go though. Rams, I should say uh, the saints get completely bailed out as we go to San Francisco, six 30 to go 13, nothing Niners uh, on top and a chance for the saints to get into the back door. Meanwhile, in Seattle, that is a Raider touchdown. Foster wow. Moreau great throw catches by it into the back of the end zone. Car with a beautiful dime drops it right over the top of the defense. So Jeff, uh, PAT ties it. Go for 34 two. all with 154 to go. <laughs> go for uh, two. We'll see if they you go did for it in two. Kansas oh, City six weeks ago in a situation that made no sense to do it. You have to do it here if you're doing it six weeks ago in KC when there was no, no chance reason at all to do it in that game. <laughs> you have to go for two. You've all three of your timeouts and he's kicking the PAT. And they are You're kicking. killing me. All right, here you go. Gino down the field. <laughs> Game over. I mean, come on. Go for it. At least Carlson put some pressure on, on, on Seattle here. 
Oh, my goodness. Minus 170 is Seattle Live right now. Plus 140 are the Raiders. Jeff and Danny both already in live on Seattle money line. So we go to Arizona next. So 34 all in Seattle. Cardinals 24, Chargers 17. But the Chargers, Danny, first and goal down to the two after another pass. I believe that was to Eckler. Can they punch it in? 18 seconds left, and you're out of timeouts. Herbert, wide open. Fake. What is he doing? Got a man. Caught. He's good. He's good. Touchdown. He's wide open. That was so weird from Herbert. He waited too long. Eckler was wide open the whole time. All right, he's going for two. I mean, he, he's Danny. He, yep, he's Burke going inside he's going. the number now at six and a half. All right, he's <laughs> going for two. This is the right call from Staley. This is one hundred percent a go for two. Try to get out of there. You're battered with injuries. Ah, uh, that is a touchdown, right, Ben? He got there. That yeah, he yes. got there. Uh, base, he got there yes, on the he turn. Catches turns. Does yeah, cross got cross, uh, cross over the pylon. This is a two. This is a go for wow. two if you're the Chargers. Uh, absolutely right play. Right play here. First two-point conversion attempt all season for the L.A. Chargers here, uh, who, again, and, and this will uh, this is pretty significant as we're talking about the second half uh, lines where they were at. Chargers were, if we look at the second half line, laying a half point. So you're good there. 9-7 yeah. is the second half score for the Charger. Uh, Chargers. 24 was the second half total. So uh, if, you, if you took under, it's big by at least by uh, going for the two here because you're eliminating overtime. And as a result, you're going to cash on that. At least you should cash if you're at 16 points right now on that second half under. So a timeout taken by Arizona. So we wait to see what happens there. Seattle is getting the ball in a tie game again. 34 all between the Raiders and Seahawks and minus 170 on the live money line. Uh, Seahawks looking for their first points in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter this year on offense. We'll see wow. if uh, this will be a pretty opportune time to get that. That is a stat I did not think wow. was actually uh, would, would be uh, said right now at the 12-week mark of the year with such a good offense. But Seattle, I mean, quite frankly, they just haven't had to do it uh, most most times. So Smith will start off the drive, a little dump-off pass, and that's uh, about a five-yard gain to start the drive for Seattle. All right, let's see what happens in Arizona. Two-point conversion for the Chargers is, is going to be the attempt here, down 24-23. This really shouldn't affect the spread because all that money was to Arizona. And if you're an Arizona better, you have to love the decision, too. Uh, catching anywhere from yeah. four and a half to two and a half when this game ended. Uh, here is the two point conversion. It's a wide open throw over the middle. And that is LA chargers taking the 25, 24 lead. Caught the ball. Wow. <laughs> Gerald Everett hangs on. Now that was, that was big for the total though, for the full game, because our, our closing number was 48 and a half. So by going for it, that was pretty much all or nothing. Would you, would you cash the over or would the under hit? Over is now going to hit on all numbers, and Danny Burke, your in-game play on the Chargers, is going to cash their plus six and a half. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a sweat, but uh, we figured the Cardinals were not going to make it easy on themselves. Both of these teams refused to do that to each other. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm obviously happy with the outcome. <laughs> Jeff, what happened? Take Back us out. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans, New Orleans just squandered their opportunity to get in the back door. Dalton oh, gets sacked no. on fourth and goal. Uh, I think that was 12 plays from inside the 15 yard line. I'm and sorry, no points. Ben, that is brutal. That's just a, yeah, a total brutal. train wreck. Um, Again, San Francisco has to go. I mean, I mean, San Francisco really should not be covering this game. I mean, New Orleans has done everything in their power to not cover, and they haven't covered. First and goal at the San Francisco four, and uh, and the and the New Orleans Saints turned it over on down. So that is two Alvin Kamara fumbles in San Francisco territory, including one at the one yard line. Uh, no points. First and goal at the four, and a missed field goal. Yeah. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is over in Glendale, Arizona. The L.A. Chargers 25, Arizona Cardinals 24. Chargers second half, second half under, full game over. Cardinals full game spread. Those are all of your tickets who cash as the Chargers score with 12 seconds left, convert a two-point conversion to Gerald Everett. And uh, the Cardinals had a couple of last gasp opportunities. Both passes fall incomplete from Kyler Murray. And it is over. The Chargers are able to get the win in pretty comical fashion. We still have three games left, though, that we're tracking. First off, uh, Danny Burke, big, big shout-out to you. Big win for you on the Chargers plus six-and-a-half in-game. Unfortunately, though, in Kansas City, uh, Danny, you took Chiefs in-game team total over 26-and-a-half. They are settling for three. A fourth and goal here for the Chiefs, 147 to go, settling for three to take a 26-10 lead. However, that is going to put them Assuming he in makes a the cover kick. position, covering 15 and a half if Harrison Bucker makes the kick on fourth and goal. Uh, so it's been uh, there's a lot uh, that is, has happened in this fourth quarter. I know, Danny, this has been uh, like you, you feel like you've been pulling your hair out, though, uh, with the Chiefs having three separate drives and goal-to-go situations and will likely get a grand total of six points out of those three drives. I, I I don't know what to say at this point, Fake guys. The this field has goal. been uh, brutal. Yeah, do I just, it for Danny. Uh, you Fake need a, the you field need a goal. pick six from Bryce the Perkins. Another kick, yeah. interception. <laughs> I just I what? How, how often is that going to happen in Patrick Mahomes' career? What was it, Jeff? How many red zone attempts did they have, or how many no, goal I mean, line look, attempts I mean, did they have? Like that last, last drive was a clear give up once they got yeah. in the goal to go. I'm kind of surprised McVay actually called his timeouts. I thought he was just going to let the clock run. Again, you're not making up. 16 points in under two minutes with Perkins out there. Just get out of there without anyone getting hurt. Um, but that was great for cover town potentially here for Kansas city. I hey, look, if you get beat on yep. a backdoor touchdown by Bryce Perkins, uh, it just wasn't meant to be. At this point, you just have to hope that Bryce Perkins, he who so far has gone 10 of 18 for 79 yards, a touchdown and two picks cannot uh, come, come down the field and score a touchdown. Uh, that that leaves really the one game in the balance right oh, now. Wow. It's in Seattle. Raiders got to stop. And how about this? The Raiders, yes, uh, sack Geno Smith on third and 10. So that was after we had a long review, Jeff. I didn't get a look at that in real time, but Smith found Metcalf for a 12-yard gain up to the Seattle 47, but they reversed it, said that that was incomplete, and that that was a second and 10 play. So on third and 10 from the 35, 
Max Crosby gets into the backfield. Zach Smith, Raiders had all three timeouts, so they'll take their first with 140, uh, with 48 seconds to go. And the Raiders will flip now to a minus 150 money line favorite. Uh, Jeff was, so that I assume was the right call on the overturn uh, from what we saw there. I, I think as close, it was rolled to catch on the field. He got it clean, but they said he wasn't in balance when he caught it. So I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was close. It's been a weird day in the review office, obviously, with obviously the one yeah. in Jacksonville is the big one so far where I don't think Marvin Jones got either a knee or a shin in. He definitely didn't get two feet in. And what ended up being the touchdown that set up the game-winning two-point conversion for Jacksonville. So weird, weird day uh, in Manhattan for the review. Uh, Michael Dixon just said, oh, my oh! punch! Oh, but wow. the Raiders get back on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. That was almost a total disaster for Keelan Cole. Uh, guy in Seattle overran it, uh, but Cole able to hop back on it. So Raiders have 38 seconds. They're inside their own 10. They're in a tie game. And despite getting multiple fourth down decisions wrong, uh, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders <laughs> have a chance to win the game. Minus 130 live. Uh, and both uh, Jeff, you and Danny, I know you, you are sweating uh, the money lines there for the Seahawks right now. Uh, and it's uh, like second and five here for the Rams in the potential backdoor drive down 26 10. That's uh, two of the three games going on right now. The other game that is about to go final uh, San Francisco 13, New Orleans Saints, nothing. 332 straight games without being shut out for the New Orleans Saints, a streak that dates back to 2001. Week 17 against the San Francisco 49ers is probably going to come to an end. Saints are out of timeout. San Francisco has a second and five coming out of the two-minute warning. Uh, Jeff, this was as uh, agonizing as a loss as I'll, as I'll probably take all year, where the Saints end up uh, not outgaining the uh, 49ers entirely, but uh, we're equal on yards per play, basically uh, equal on everything else. Uh, outgained by a few yards overall, a few first downs and a few minutes in time of possession, but a game where the, where the, the Saints will end up with two different red zone turnovers uh, and an overall spot where to come up with zero points is just an absolute travesty at the end of the day. So uh, that's, that's pretty miserable. Uh, and it looked, and uh, you know, what are you going to do though? In a game where you limit San Francisco to 13 catching nine and you can't even cover. I just, just bad luck more than anything. And really the key play of not getting the cover there was Lutz missing that field goal. Cause New Orleans would have kicked and it probably would have totally been 13. All right, yeah. look, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough with McDaniels here. Enough. Enough. You have two timeouts. You have a defense that has not stopped you all day. You have 40 seconds. Why are you running the ball and going to overtime here? Like your defense has been, other than select things today, has been dreadful again. How can you possibly let this game come down to a coin toss? I mean, come on. Trust your quarterback. You're, hey, look, Derek Carr has his problems, but Derek Carr is still a top-half quarterback in this league. You have two timeouts. You have one of the best kickers, if not the best kicker in the league, who could make a kick from 60 anywhere. How do you not attempt to at least try to win the game in regulation? That's just terrible. Terrible. He deserves to lose this game. He's, he's done five things in this game that makes him deserve to lose this game today, Ben. And then he's out coached Nathaniel Hackett twice. Well, oh, that again, say? that's just the biggest indictment of Hackett. I mean, again, McDaniels' <laughs> three wins this year are Hackett, Lovey, Hackett. Quality. Big time quality for your Lovey, wins there. Hackett. Hackett. Uh, that's, that's just ridiculous. Uh, so we're going to overtime. Toss is one, I believe, by the Raiders. He's going to get bailed so, out again. He's going to get bailed out again. Yeah. He's done so many things wrong, and he still might win this game. Ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Danny, what's your number uh, right now on you have Seahawks money line as well, right? Yeah, I had uh Seahawks minus a buck 30 live on the money line. So that's what I'm sweating out. I'm with Joe. I mean, what do you, why has he done this multiple Total times more. now? Like you don't have anything to lose. It makes no sense why you're just not trying. I mean, are you playing for job security? Because Play I guess time, the reason baby. you haven't already been canned is because of your contract. So you have nothing to lose. If that's the case, be aggressive and go for it. I just McDaniels and Hackett are just two of the biggest bozos you're going to see out there. And that's saying a lot based on what we've seen throughout the NFL in the past several years. It just genuinely makes no sense. And Jeff, the fact that 
I, I just honestly can't believe we're still sweating out this Seahawks game. I mean, Seattle's got themselves to blame too. I, they've yeah. had several opportunities and haven't taken advantage of it. it. It's just making you lose your mind watching it. Luck. I'm not luckily, but like Ivan has been freaking out about that game as much. Cause I'm still ticked off about Kansas city having about double digit <laughs> red zone attempts and not getting a touchdown after that Ravens debacle. So I, I'm, I'm fully prepared to actually lose the Seahawks bet on the first play, much like the Raiders uh, lost my Broncos bet last week in overtime on like the first play, Jeff. So sorry, just, sorry. You're on the same side as me here, buddy. It's all going downhill. <laughs> I mean, it just, I, again, like if we lose this bet, I like, I, I, whatever we'll deal with it. It's a ridiculous one to lose because again, we yeah. are dealing with a scenario where the a coach who's coaching the team we are betting against has done five things in the second half alone that I yeah. think it should have been game losing decisions. Seattle just hasn't cashed in on them, Danny. That's all it is. So, like again, like if the Raiders win this game, it's not because Josh McDaniels' process was right. It was because his players bailed him out. It's as simple as that. Yep, that's uh, totally fair. And at least right now, seeing these uh, the money lines off the board, but Raiders just, were were priced originally a very slight favorite. Getting the ball first as we are underway now in overtime, and that is our last game still going right now because it is over in Kansas City. Uh, that was a second half push on the total. 20 points were scored in the second half. Rams somehow, some way cover the second half, even though they were outscored 13 to six in the second half. But it's the Chiefs who do cover for the game. 26-10 contest numbers in most of the contests were Chiefs minus 14 and a half. That does cash. Closing number 15 and a half. Basically, uh, most books, at least if you look at the consensus, Chiefs do get there in a game that was not at all competitive, but was very close when it came down to the spread. Chiefs get the cover, and it is over in San Francisco. 332 straight games without being shut out. That streak is over for the New Orleans Saints. First time since 2001 that they are shut out. Uh, a, just a miserable three-hour experience for me here, guys, sitting here sweating out Saints plus nine. Uh, that does not get home. And uh, so mercifully over in Santa Clara, 13-0. Niners do get the win. Uh, when we return, we'll take you home in overtime here of this Raiders and Seahawks game. A lot to get you set for Sunday night football. What are we liking on the Sunday night card as the Packers and Eagles get ready to battle in Philadelphia? But a third and five for the Raiders to start off overtime. It's a, a early big play. We'll see who reigns supreme. Jeff, Danny, big money line sweats in game here on Seattle. We still have that to talk about. And we'll get our thoughts on the rest of the Sunday slate too. As we continue, Live Bet Sunday, Carr completes it on third and five. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSEN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSEN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here we go. Decision time in Seattle. 34 all in overtime between the Raiders and Seahawks. Fourth and two for the Raiders at the Seattle 38. Uh, injury timeout as a Seattle player was down. Jeff Parles, what are you doing if you're Josh McDaniels and the Raiders? I think I'm going for it. Since I've been opposite of every decision McDaniels has made today, <laughs> he is lining up and for a 56-yard kick. This is a tough no one. Way. This is a tough one because you have a great kicker in Carlson, and it gives you the lead. Again, I don't trust your defense to get a stop. Snap is good. Hold is all oh, Carlson missed. It is no yeah. good. Okay, so look, wow. here, here, here's the deal. That's of the decisions that McDaniels has made in this game. That was more 50-50. Because you have arguably the best kicker in football. It is a long kick and a tough place to kick. I understand that. But I at least see the arguments for kicking there. Now, I been, we were talking this out during the break, and Ben made a great point. If you go for that and get it. Not only a potential later field goal attempt is shorter for Carlson, you take another two minutes off the clock. And in a 10-minute overtime, it makes it very difficult for Seattle 
to realistically get the ball back and drive for a touchdown to beat you if you take another two, three minutes off the clock in overtime. Now, by missing that, Seattle needs about 20 yards for Jason Myers to have a comfortable kick. So, I, again, I would I lean towards going for it. I understand why he kicked it. It ends up being the wrong decision on a day where McDaniels has gotten essentially every coin flip decision wrong yep. here in this game. Yeah, Dan, uh, Danny, what say you on this? Yeah, I, I honestly, at, at first I was a little undecided. I guess it's easier to say now that he missed it, but I, I think you got to go for that. Like eight times out of 10, you should be going for that because again, even if you make it what you're up three, you're still giving the Seattle Seahawks a chance to come down the field and potentially win the game when your defense has stunk all year. And especially in this game and you're on the road, right? And even though Carlson may be one of the better kickers in the NFL, that's still such a tough kick to make with all of that pressure and fourth and inches like we talk about you know a decision is right when you're backing the other team and you're hoping one thing happens one way or the other right like I guess when I'm looking at that from me backing Seattle's perspective I wanted them to kick it because if he makes it all right I get a chance if he misses it cool we get great field position if he goes for it well I don't trust the Seahawks defense right now they've given up 30 plus points to the Raiders a team that's been terrible keep them on the backs of their heels because if you convert that fourth down chances are they have no more momentum and you're going to keep pushing them and pushing them to the red zone so I think that was actually completely the wrong call by Josh McDaniels and again can't stress enough in a season that is virtually over what do you have to lose you're here in overtime stop conceding be smart and go for it you have nothing to lose but now you have the game to lose because you took a risk that still may have even screwed you on the game if he made it well look Max Crosby is bailing Josh McDaniels out today because he's been a, a disruptor a he has been awesome in this game and forces an incomplete pass on third and five so as much maligned Raider defense when they've needed Somehow. to in this game came up with the stop at the end of regulation yes aided by replay but got the stop and now gets a three and out, which Seattle got great field position after That's the missed brutal. field goal. Incredible job by by Crosby. Uh, oh, I thought they were going for it for a second. Oh, that would have really been. Wait, what happened here? Oh, Fourth they spotted, five, they they spotted the, the ball wrong. Wrong spot. Okay. Ball. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised Carroll's punting here. This also is kind of a coin flip go for it, too. Even though if you don't yeah. get it, you lose the game. Think about those. Like you think Seattle's you're going to stop them again? It, uh, I, I don't know. That's right. my well, thing. I don't think they're stopping the, them again. So the strategy is so different when you when you minimize and shorten the overtime from 15 to 10 minutes. Yeah. Where we've yeah. seen so many teams with the ball first who can take six, seven minutes off the clock, force teams to use timeouts. I also wonder from Seattle's perspective, you're six and four. Uh, entering today, tied for first in the NFC West with San Francisco, who's heavily favored to win the division. San Francisco has the tiebreaker by pounding Seattle in the first uh, meeting already. Given the state of the NFC and and the overall playoff positioning, where you are likely going to be fighting for either the five, six, or seven seed if you're Seattle, is it crazy to say Jeff playing for the tie is not the worst thing for the Seahawks? And, and that's and that's might might be what factored into Carroll's decision there, fourth yeah. and five would have been very, very aggressive to go for it in that situation, fourth and five to shy midfield. Could could be, could be. I mean, look, they have the tiebreaker over the Giants, who very easily could be the team they have to beat out. So uh, it, I, if you're tied with them, you get there, obviously, to half half game with a, with, a, with that. And Jacobs Uh-oh. just, uh, Uh-oh. see you later, good night. Well, it's a moot point now. It's a moot point yeah, now, Josh Jacobs, see you later. Uh, what a game what for Jacobs. And what a, uh, what a wow. bad loss for Seattle as – the Raiders play good on the Raiders players here. Jacobs had the game of his life. They completely bailed out Josh McDaniels in this game who did everything possible to lose this game. And his players didn't matter. Incredible job by the Raiders players to win this game 40 to 34. And that is a, you know what? With, with Seattle here. Now they have two games left at the Rams, which is, a godsend at this point for what the Rams look like. The other three, they have a home game against Carolina to be favored in. They have a three-game stretch from week 15 to 17 where they go San Francisco in a short week at home. I think the Niners match up great with Seattle. Kansas City and Arrowhead, difficult to ask. And then the Jets, who the Jets will likely be playing for playoffs as well. So this was a game you kind of had to have if you're Seattle to really feel good and be stable going down the stretch here 
Now, they are currently out of the playoffs as of today now. Washington's ahead of them with, obviously, Seattle with a game in hand. But Washington hops Seattle now. So, this all of a sudden got a little bit, it could get a little wonky here for one of the best season, one of the best stories of the season for Seattle in a game that, quite frankly, look, I would have gone back and made the bets I did a hundred times. Raiders just beat me. Mm-hmm. It happens. And I, I, for Seattle, better get back on the ship next week against the Rams because you somehow blow that game, this really good story could flip in a heartbeat for them. Two straight touchdown wins in overtime for the Raiders. Uh, back-to-back weeks on the road, no less, in Denver last week, 22-16. to 34 and as far as any of the uh, for the the betting implications here, uh, Raiders who were highest plus one seventy, uh, we're showing on our screen plus one sixty five, but could have gotten plus one seventy on the money line. Obviously, cover any number. We're bet from four point dogs down to three and a half. There was some late money that came back to Seattle. Total flies over. That was basically over in the first half, and uh, and then for the second half we end up with thirty points thanks to that touchdown. <laughs> Pretty funny. It was twenty four and a half. That was the second half total. So by virtue of going to overtime, that basically uh, locked in uh, the potential. And and how about this? Uh, kind of a tough beat, too. We talked about maybe the points you buy in to an in-game under when you have an explosion of points early. Well, the high watermark here, guys, was 73 and a half. And if you felt like, well, you did your, did your due diligence, took an under when you had a very bloated in-game total, all numbers lose <laughs> to the under on the in-games. We end up with 74 and you just wonder, Jeff, I mean, we've seen the, the Giants kind of come back to earth here, uh, regress to the mean. Does Seattle become that team? I know we just talked about the light schedule, getting the Rams twice here uh, down the stretch, but can't help but wonder if that's the case, losing to a Tampa team that proved today they're pretty big frauds out of the NFC South. Uh, Seattle lost that game going away last week, and now you lose to a Raider team that's been a mess all season. Well, my big concern now is the Seattle defense kind of found itself in that Stretch the, the two outings against Arizona were really good. They were great against the Giants, where the Giants' only touchdown was on a one-yard field. Uh, they were pretty reasonable against Tampa and, and Munich. But we've also seen this year where, look, they gave up 16 points to the Broncos, and the Broncos were in the red zone the home game, whole game. We know that. 16 to the Broncos is like giving up 90 to the Chiefs at this rate. Um 27 to both Atlanta and San Francisco. Neither of those offenses are great. The 45 in that absurdist game to Detroit. And then I think, like, they, this defense gave up 39 to New Orleans. New Orleans is no offense. So my biggest concern now is that defense regresses back to being a bad defense like we thought they would be. And there's only so much Geno Smith and company can do. Geno Smith and company scored 34 today. You're supposed to win that game at home. And they didn't because their defense was horrible. And that is my concern moving forward. Granted, they don't have many opponents in that back end that can really take advantage of that. But you wouldn't expect the Raiders to put up 40 today. Jacobs at 300 yards total. I mean, that's insanity. Amazing. Josh Jacobs, 33 carries, 229 yards, two touchdowns, including the 86-yarder to end the game. Uh, so... We still have a couple uh, couple games. We'll get the thoughts here, uh, Danny, as well, on the other late games that have gone final. Now that we have a chance to take a deep breath, uh, but the Raiders win in Seattle 40-34 to in overtime. Wild day for the AFC West. Chargers beat the Cardinals in dramatic fashion 25-24. Talked about the Chiefs. They cover 26-10 against the Rams, and the Niners blank the Saints 13-0. We'll get our final late game thoughts. Preview Sunday Night Football as we wrap up the show. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. 
All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wa- wager with four legs or more in any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We're back for the final time on Live Bet Sunday. Big thanks to our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew, Liz, Matt, Aramis, Kevin, all helping out over there at the South Point where Jeff Parles is at, Danny Burke in Chicago. I'm here at the Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Our final thoughts here from the late afternoon games. First off, Jeff, you said you told us a ridiculous stat in the break on uh, Josh Jacobs, which is what? First player since at least 1950. Or excuse me, the only player since 1950 to have this stat line. 220-plus rushing yards, 70-plus receiving yards. Uh, Justin Ray tweeting that out from Pro Football Reference coming at. Um, so, yeah, three over 300 total yards. Wow. And that's what the Raiders needed in order to win that game. What a performance. What a, In all honesty, in, a, in what has been a disappointing year for the Raiders, to say the very least, what a renaissance for Josh Jacobs in a contract year where they declined the fifth-year option and – now the Raiders are kind of in no man's land where you can't justify giving a big contract to a running back, but Jacobs has been as good as anyone this year at the running back position. That's a very interesting quandary. Most people assuming Derek Carr will not be the Raider quarterback next year, so I don't know, maybe that frees up some space to pay Josh Jacobs. Is that really what you want to do in 2022 in the NFL? That's all, all very good questions that, uh, that have to be asked. Uh, Raiders with the overtime win. 40 to 34. Uh, it, we'll get to again to our Sunday night preview here in just a, a couple minutes. But uh, Danny, as far as the other AFC West team that beats an NFC West team on the road, how, how if anything, did that the result change for you now looking at both Chargers and Cardinals going forward? 25-24 last second win there for the Chargers. I know that was a game you were glued to more than, more than we were having a live bet there on the Chargers. But they do get the win in dramatic fashion by one, although they don't cover in the process. 
I'm going to be honest. I don't think this changes anything for either team because the chargers still seem like the exact same squad. They were last year. The Cardinals still seem like the same crap team. They've been this entire season. They found a way to lose that game. The chargers had their opportunities and waited to the very end to capitalize it. Look, they, they they've shown you that they are a team that is not going to be trusted if they get into the playoffs to probably win a game. And if they do, that's her absolute cap. So there's nothing that I would want to do further in the futures market for either team. I mean, unless you're looking to fade the Arizona Cardinals and if anything's worth fading the chargers, but I, I'm not necessarily even eager to do that, Ben, because they do have the weapons. And when they have Mike Williams in the mix with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, the offense can be as powerful as anybody's in the league. You saw that on display when they face Kansas city, it's just a run defense is so, so bad. And they always find a way to shoot themselves in the foot. It's corny, but it's true. And it's happened when it was Vance Joseph happened when it turned into Brandon Staley. I don't know if the chargers are cursed in a sense, but man, it's still kind of the same mentality with this team. I was one of the people who way early on the day after this past Super Bowl took a flyer on the Chargers 25 to 1 to win it and then they added Cleo Mack and some other guys and you were feeling great about them and they became the public darling. Well, injuries and just lack of progression has held this team back and even though they got the win in dramatic fashion, it doesn't alter any perspective I held about them heading into this game. Yeah, Chargers remain ninth in the playoff picture. The right now the Patriots would have the tie break over the Chargers based on win percentage in conference games. Patriots and Chargers both on the outside looking in a game back from that cluster of teams sitting at seven and four right now, including uh, the Bengals and Jets, who each won today to go to seven and four. Uh, we already kind of gave our thoughts. I mean, Rams, Chiefs, it was such an uncompetitive game. Yet the Chiefs needed to kick a late field goal to cover that spread, 26-10. Uh, Rams are just a, a sorry football team at this point with really no personnel uh, and fall to three and eight. Only a half game better than Chicago right now for the worst team in the NFC. While the Chiefs do get that win to improve their mark to nine and two, both the Chiefs and Dolphins win. So uh, Chiefs, Dolphins, and with the Buffalo win on Thanksgiving Day in a dramatic fashion over Detroit, those teams all keep pace with each other. Chiefs nine and two have the one seed still in the AFC. Dolphins right now the two seed at eight and three. Uh, while the Titans remain in the three seed, even after losing today, falling to seven, four by virtue of their lead in the AFC South. Uh, and then Jeff with San Francisco and new Orleans, a very uninspiring offensive effort today from the Niners, but that defense continues to be elite 13, nothing there win the San for the San Francisco 49ers. I certainly felt like new Orleans was the right side, but I have felt now for a couple of weeks, like I would power rate San Francisco higher than Philadelphia uh, on a neutral field. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles continue to be the favorites to win the NFC. Uh, not sure, Jeff, your thoughts on that, but I, I have to think as we continue to watch a San Francisco team uh, pretty much do whatever they want on the defensive side of the ball, just a matter of the consistency you're getting on offense with Jimmy Garoppolo leading the charge. Uh, that, that to me, should be the favorite uh, going forward here to win the NFC. I, again, that game in Philadelphia potentially is what I would still slightly lean to the Eagles, but it's very, very close. Look, next week, guys, in our show, we get Miami at San Francisco in the late slate where the league decided to keep Colts and, and Cowboys on Sunday night. We <laughs> benefit on much. this show. Thank you. We benefit. Uh, the country does not because they'll be stuck watching Matt Ryan <laughs> taking sacks on third and seven at the plus four thirty-five yard line. But regardless, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. this, these next two weeks for these, the schedule gets a lot more difficult for San Francisco to next month, Miami, Tampa at Seattle on a Thursday night, and then Washington, who, again, I think Washington's kind of like the Giants. I think they're smoking mirrors, and I think they'll they'll fall off at some point once Heineke's interceptable balls start getting intercepted. But next week is a really – it's a ginormous game for the Niners for seeing how – really the true litmus test of what that defense is. And also for Miami, where – Look, Miami's playing great. I mean, they didn't even play in the second half today. They still won by by 15. I want to see Miami against an elite defense because this run by Tua after the concussion has come against Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, and Houston. I did not name a single good defense in that stretch. So let's see. I think Miami is real. I think teams are going to have a hard time covering those receivers with how good Waddle and Hill are. But next week is a big test for Mike McDaniel going back against a staff that knows him so well. If Miami goes on the road and wins that game, Miami's a legitimate Super Bowl contender. If the Niners beat them up, physically beat them up, win that game, that's probably what I think will happen. But but 
The Niners, every bit as good as anyone in that conference in the NFC, still leaning towards Philadelphia because they'll have home field for that game, Ben. Yeah. Outstanding game on paper, though, next week for the Dolphins and 49ers. For tonight, we have seen Philadelphia the last three weeks struggle on the road against Houston, did not cover on a Thursday night football game against the worst team in football, lose outright as double-digit home favorites to Washington, and then need a late fourth-quarter collapse by Indianapolis on the road to get out of there with a one-point win. Uh, Laying six-and-a-half pretty much everywhere. There's one book in the Las Vegas market that has come down now. Eagles minus six tonight against Green Bay on Sunday night football. 46 and a half is pretty much your market wide total. Couple of 46s out there in the market. Uh, Danny, any pre flop game uh, play, plays for you before this game kicks off in about a half hour? Well, for bets giving, uh, Mike Palm and I are sweating out Packers money line. So, bet I'm putting on no. my cheese head. I'm not actually doing that, but we are sweating it out. I'm not putting on the cheese head. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I will be sweating it out for Vs and bets giving. I do like taking the points with the Packers. Didn't actually do it. I lean toward the total going over, but I'm going to wait to see if we get a better number. Maybe if it dips under 44. Uh, the bet that I did make, though, I pulled the trigger on Aaron Jones over 54 and a half rushing yards. Look, it, it's been pretty evident the way that you can keep it close with Philly is by running the ball against her weak run defense. I know we're running out of time, but long story short, that's how these other teams the past three weeks have kept it close. The running backs have gotten a large sample size, and Aaron Jones is getting over five yards per carry. Utilize him for once, LaFleur, and if you do, he'll get over 54 and a half rushing yards. You Anything for you here, Jeff? I would only look to take the points with Green Bay. Uh, Philadelphia, again, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Philly runs them out, but Philly has been a little bit funky in these last few weeks. So uh, wouldn't shock me if uh, wouldn't shock me if this is the tight game. Eagles win it because Rodgers with that broken thumb uh, does something that the broken thumb is causing. So, but look, the Eagles again, it's it's they're still the best team in the NFC to me. It's close with them in San Francisco, but. This just feels like a weird matchup. And Tennessee is a weird one next week, too. Or, excuse me, Philadelphia does. They welcome Tennessee. So, a little bit of a back-to-back weird spots at home here for the Eagles. I do like Danny. I do like the prop. They're going over on the Aaron Jones uh, rushing prop. <laughs> Even though the, the matchup does feature, like, a spot where Green Bay could have some success, it is a Joe Barry-led defense. It is still bottom five in the league defending the run. It would profile as a kind of a get-right spot for that Philly run-first offense. And as a, a Wisconsinite myself, I'm a little concerned. Uh, whenever you have Joe Barry involved trying to shut down an explosive offense, we'll see if that manifests tonight. Wow, that was as fun of a late window as we have had. We have a great late window on tap next week. So, uh, as always, we'll have a lot of fun with it. As we say so long for Jeff Parles, for Danny Burke, I'm Ben Wilson, and the rest of the team at Live Bet Sunday, we wrap up. It's the Pro Football Blitz. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.